Hello and welcome to the Interrobang's Red Couch Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Kohler, and today I'm here with Interrobang reporter, Johan George. How's it going today? Uh, doing great, except for the last two hours. It's been great. <laughs> yeah, For so so for those listening uh, or those watching, if you're on YouTube and that sort of a thing, we did try to attempt recording this earlier today, but various internet problems <laughs> and uh, interrupting cats kind of made that easier said than done. Uh, yeah. So, Johan, I'm so sorry that you've gone through a whole bunch of internet problems before this. I definitely know <laughs> how you feel. I hope it doesn't have you in in, in too sorry of a state getting uh, getting into recording. <laughs> oh no 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 no! I'm great. I'm feeling great. Awesome, perfect. Uh, and so so this is your first time ever on the podcast. You've been with the Interrobang for a little while now, but this is your first actual time recording here on this end. Are are you are you excited to be on the podcast? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I've never really been on a, a podcast before. Um, I mean, I recorded one for like um uh, like school once, but that was like more of a solo podcast type mm. thing. So this will be interesting. Well, this definitely isn't isn't anything too too out there. This is definitely one of the more casual episodes with being a, a reporter rant, um, which is basically where we just sit down, have a more co- casual conversations, talk about the week, uh, talk about various different things, get to know you a little bit better. Uh, so very casual, very, very lighthearted in nature, which is always delightful, especially coming out of internet problems and all that sort of thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, uh, you, having never been on the podcast, uh, a lot of the people listening probably don't know you super, super well, apart from, from article writing and, and all the work that you've done for the entire bank so far. Can you just, can you just give me a, a brief little description about yourself there? Right. Um, so, um, my name's Johan, um, I started with Interrobang like uh, about a year ago on uh, the summer work study. Um, and uh, I was a pre-media student last year, um, which is kind of like a general media program uh, where we touched on stuff like uh, anything from like photography, game design to like journalism. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this year I'm attending music industry arts and uh, it's been a blast. Yeah. Night. I, I've heard nothing but spectacular things about the pre-media program. And yeah, like you said, there's a few people in, in my program in broadcast journalism who are coming out of that program as well. Uh, but MIA, Music Industry Arts, I definitely do know a few people, a whole bunch of people that have done or are taking that program. Uh, how, are, how are you enjoying it so far? It's been great. Um, so like the beginning of the year is usually like um, my time to sort of like crunch a little bit as well as like the end of the year um so like i've i'm kind of past all my projects now so i'm kind of like in that chill period nice nice, that's that's the best part (laughs) yeah And I, I definitely hear MIA is uh, sometimes can very much be a grind. I do not hear it being one of the, I guess, easier programs by any means. Uh, oh, so how sure. how have the final assignments been, Len? What does that what does that kind of look like for you? Oh well, um, so one of our final assignments is like uh, doing like a production. Um, so uh, we get like the de- like this demo of a song from our production prof and like we have to like produce the whole thing ourselves. Um, that was fun. Another assignment was like, um, so we got this um, uh, like project that we had to mix uh, from uh, our audio workstation prof. Mm-hmm. And it's like actually like a song that he's working with a client and um, like they're about to release it. So that was pretty 
cool but pretty overwhelming to work yeah that'd with. be a, that'd be a lot of pressure like uh work kind of doing work for an actual client is kind of kind of crazy i mean college is always great for hands-on experience but that is very hands-on experience <laughs> yeah and um and kind of like uh what i said before but um you know that was that was in the old version of this podcast though um, <laughs> we were um we were trying to um we're trying to kind of outshine our prof there, kind of see if like a first year could beat like our profs in real mix. Um, I don't really know if anyone really got there, but like we we pushed him pretty hard. I think. I think. I was just about to ask how how your confidence was going up against your prof in uh, in that kind of a way, but uh... oh, not at all. I was I was not confident. <laughs> um, but like I heard like some pretty good ones and like people were saying pretty good things about my mix. So I was, I was pretty happy with that. Like if I, if I pushed him in any way possible, then I feel like I've done my job. Hey, yeah, there you go. Well, and it's, it, it must be weird for the prof sort of comparing, having a direct comparison when doing things like grading and all of that for, for everyone who's submitting projects and then their own work for the client as well. It must be really weird on their end too. Mm hmm. Um, I, I definitely find that one of the more like awesome parts of our programs, like one of the more unique parts of our programs, because our profs are so open and so like, um, like transparent with their work that like we see like their day to day, like just like uh, how we have our day to day. It, it really is like a mini music industry, like in the program, we, we literally build it like uh, like the culture, it's like always there. Well, it's it's nice. I have a, a similar experience in my program, and I've I've been to college a couple times in some other different programs, and I've never had that feeling of actually firsthand sort of seeing what your professor does on a day to day basis. And it's it is kind of cool just knowing like yeah, they do have outside jobs, they do work for a living outside of college too. Um, so it's 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 very interesting and very cool to have that. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so, um, with projects wrapping up and a lot of the, the actual school year, school year coming to a close, um, we, we, we're starting to make progress on our end of year issue, uh, for the Interrobang, uh, with it, uh, coming out, uh, by the time that this releases, it should be out, but for us, that won't be for a little bit still. Uh, what, what stories did you cover for this past week for this issue? Oh, yes. I can finally talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> it took us three <laughs> three tries before on the last recording of the podcast and we still never got there the best was i think i think the third time that i ended up asking you that question um you started it's like oh yeah i did this and just as soon as you were about to get going it immediately cut out so i'm i am so excited now to hear this answer <laughs> okay so um the story i worked on this week was um actually on a classmate in the program um so his name's lucas um and uh he he's a rapper he goes by the name lld long live the dreamer um nice. we love him in our program like he's um he's very iconic like he's very well known in our program uh just just because of uh like such a great guy he is but also just like um like his personality his like um I don't know the things that happen in our program. It's mm. just like um, it's always fun to like have him there. Uh, anyways, the the actual article is more about like uh, his journey 
to actually coming to the program and kind of talking about um, how we rejected like a football scholarship from the States um, to Ooh. pursue music full time. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, how how was it on your end? I know a lot of times when we're writing articles, we're reaching out for interviews, talking to people that we've never really encountered before. How was it interviewing someone that you actually kind of knew going into into telling the story? Oh, it was uh, it was so smooth. Like um, he was like more than willing to just like take the interview because like I see him like practically every day in class. Um, we talk like a lot because. Um, like we generally hang out outside of class a couple times and um just doing the interview uh didn't take any time at all like um all the questions i asked um he was very like upfront with it uh very personal um uh i don't have like like obviously i didn't use the full part of the interview but like it was a very intimate conversation well, and that that sometimes the hardest initial barrier to get over is just making that that interviewee feel comfortable with the conversation and trying to break down that little barrier between reporter and and interview. So already kind of having that that past experience with them going in, you would have just immediately hit it off in the conversation. So you would have just immediately had some some pretty solid and good answers, which is always spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so uh, was that was that the only story that you covered this week? Um, yeah, normally I, I'd cover like, um, like two articles. Um, but like, I, I did have like, um, but this week was the fashion issue, right? Yes. This like, past one was the fashion issue. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This, um, I'm just like remembering like that article I wrote, like, um, like I think it was, uh, back in like December and, um, uh, that was like the, the, uh, the article on like, uh, anime fashion. Oh, which was, yes. Yeah, did you read them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's so cool. Any any time that there's something up my alley in the paper, like anime or, or games or anything like that, I'm always super, super happy to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a really fun write. Um, I did so much research on like, um, I kind of kept it focused to like anime that just had unique fashion or just like unique cultures within like uh, like the North American anime sphere. So it's like, um bleach and jojo's which is oh, oh such good picks for fashion oh man <laughs> jojo in particular that's such a such a solid pick and I, I was hoping that you'd say bleach too because uh mm -hmm. that was one of one of my old ones years and years ago that i powered through um, yeah it's such he, a contrast right like when you have like jojo like you have like this runway model fashion yeah like this vogue cover art fashion and then you just have like street clothes and just like that streetwear type thing with like bleach and i just love the dichotomy of that and how that creates like two completely separate like subcultures within like the sphere and both those styles are are equally iconic in just such different ways, but they're still both mm -hmm. so incredibly well known in the anime space. Um, and it's I'm so happy that you brought those those <laughs> two in particular in there because ah uh, yeah so good. Mm -hmm. Um, so I I take it with you saying that and and with the article in general, you are a fan of anime. Oh yeah, yeah, um, love it. <laughs> <laughs> that goes back to like my first ever like thing in like the paper, man. I interviewed people on the street, and I, I was literally <laughs> like, "Do you watch anime?" 
Oh man. <laughs> well, and it's on the channel. It's the first video that I ever did on the Interrobang YouTube channel. Nice. Well, and, and anime people always want to talk about anime. If anyone <laughs> asks any particular question, you would have immediately gotten a boatload of responses and just a ton of answers. Oh uh, my god. How yeah. did, how did you first get into it? What was your what was your kind of like intro anime? Oh, okay. So, uh anime kind of was a very like I I got in really young. Like my mm -hmm. um my brother was actually the like he was introduced to anime from a friend and then being the younger brother that I am, I just kind of followed him and just kind of seed what he was like was seeing what he's doing and um from there we just kind of marathon the entirety of Naruto. Nice. No, that's not, I'm I'm actually not too far off. My my slightly older sister was the one who kind of got me into anime years and years back. And yeah, of course at some point had to power through Naruto. I remember sitting there with the old, I think it was the the Shonen Jump uh magazines and watching Naruto and and memorizing some of the jutsus that were in the in the issue and just like doing the whole hand gestures and the whole signs and all that and such a such a good core childhood memory there. Oh my gosh. But the I, oh, I gotta love it. I got in. I got in early too. I think my first few were the the Gundam series, so like Gundam Seed and Gundam Seed Destiny. Uh, Inuyasha as well was one of my first ones oh, that really one. got me into it. And then I think it was Naruto from there. That was the first kind of like longer form anime. Um, mm -hmm. But ah, oh, so many good ones. Now there's such a, a huge selection nowadays. I remember feeling it was so small um, watching it late night on television. <laughs> And now there's, there's just anim there's anime for everything. And it's so, so spectacular, especially for people who are just getting into it. Oh, man, that's crazy. Like, I, I actually never did the uh, the late night on television thing. Mm -hmm. um, I was in the YouTube um, part one Spanish dub, uh, one out of three uh, episodes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's like that's old youtube that's like almost close to like Newgrounds era oh, youtube yeah. sort of a thing um that's that awesome. was my era. <laughs> oh what a good time oh man <laughs> so anyways back to journalism reporting and all blah 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 um <laughs> now now that we're wrapping up the year uh i mean now now that we've said all this i kind of almost know what your answer might be but maybe you'll surprise me uh mm -hmm. we're, we're getting to the end of the year uh, a whole bunch of us uh, a lot of the articles kind of blend together at a certain point uh with writing just with how many that we end up doing for each issue uh throughout the entire course of the year from september till now have you had any any favorite articles that have stuck out with you favorite articles oh my gosh um Dang, I don't remember all the articles I, I write. That's like a big problem. Like I do know I have favorite articles. Um, that that bleach fashion issue was definitely one of them. Um, I had so much fun writing that because I was just like looking into like all the types of fashion, um, like all the specific like um like uh the people who do like the design of fashion yeah. designers, like um, what kind of influences, um, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of, uh, Jojo's like manga author, like the influences he had when he was like, um, uh, taking, uh, like covers from Vogue and like those fashion designers into like, um, like characters like Josuke, like doing those like, like fancy poses on the cover. Yep. Um, <laughs> 
I just had so much fun researching that. That was probably my one of my favorite articles well, to write. This well, year. yeah, when when your entire research phase is looking at things of anime and 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 <laughs> manga, like how can, it's it would be hard not to have a good time doing that. I would just use that as as the biggest excuse <laughs> to just power through so many different anime. Oh, yeah. Because there, there's just so many different kinds of fashion. You can get the kind of more more regal nature of like a, a Code Geass or a uh, mm -hmm. or Gundam Seed. You get the kind of more traditional anime uh, like Japanese look in something like a like a Demon Slayer, um, oh or even even something like Bleach <laughs> to a degree. Uh, and then you get the ones that are just out there, like uh, like like JoJo for sure. Um, so just having that be your research portion, I am so incredibly jealous of. <laughs> I could I could talk about anime for days. You you just mentioned three right there that I have so much to say about. Oh man! Oh wait wait wait! Which ones? Which ones? Well, well, Code Geass was ah, like yes. one of my favorite anime for like the longest time. Like if you grew up in like the uh, early two thousands, you just know uh, Code Geass is one of the most like iconic like anime of that era that and like still anime top originals. tier top tier for me i love code geass <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. As, as soon as i as soon as i went and looked to that question i was like oh this is gonna be easy we we just answered that how could that not be up there for favorite articles to end up writing oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so you're wrapping up. A lot of us are heading into into spring, heading into summer. Uh, what do you have going on for the for the rest of the summer? I'm hoping to continue working here. I'm hoping to uh, kind of get like more video stuff going on because mm. um, being like in my program, I have like um, so many like ideas of how I can incorporate like. Um, like my experiences in MIA into like the journalism I do and like the music scene in general. Like um, uh, I'm definitely planning to go to more like music festivals, like home County mm -hmm. uh, Canadian music week. It's going to be over here. Um, I'm definitely going to check out like Sunfest and stuff like that. So I'm just so excited to kind of just get out there, boots on the ground and just like do some stories you know, do some videos. Well, and it'll be good. And yeah, there's definitely not going to be any shortage of things to cover during the summer. I'm I'm still staying on with uh, with the radio station, hopefully. Um, so I'll I'll still be around the college, pretty much uh, hang out with you guys all the time. And I'll probably end up seeing you at a bunch of those events, too. Uh, okay. And yeah, London in the summer just has so much going on. You mentioned Sunfest. I, I live right off of downtown. And I moved there specifically to be close to a bunch of the fests, like the like the Sunfest, uh, the 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 beer and barbecue fest or uh, beer and rib fest, that all that sort of stuff. Uh, so I'm I'm super super excited to be there. And I I know a bunch of the people around the Interbang are going to be so happy that you want to do more of a video focus too, because they're really starting to to try to branch into that sort of a con of content more. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think I think you'll have a, a really really fun time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, and it's fun, and the crew and the crew's all nice. I I love everybody with the Interra Bang. It's just so easy to have conversations with absolutely everybody. Yeah, everyone's got like um, everyone's got opinions. Everyone's got like um, just like such a chill vibe. I just love being here. Yeah. Just such a great little work environment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and are, are you looking forward to to next semester for for your schooling? What uh what uh, changes in your program going into year two? Oh, um, a huge focus on um, like share the land. So um, me personally, 
Um, I really want to be involved in Share the Land, but like less so as a performer, more as like a tech guy. Okay. Um, because my goal is to get into audio post production, and that's kind of like the career I see myself going. Um, but also, um, I I kind of got into music with like uh like a mindset towards video game music. Nice. So that is definitely one of those things that if I if I just keep on working at it, I know that like the music I can make, um, I'm probably, you know, going to try to get some music and games, going to go to some game jams this summer. And hopefully that's some, some, something I'm going to be doing in my personal time that uh, will be really fulfilling. Which is awesome. Video game music is spectacular. Um, do you have any personal favorites when it comes to video game music or any, any artists? I know probably top tier in my head is going to be like, uh, what's the, uh, Nobuo, uh, Uematsu. Uematsu, yeah. Um, just so spectacular. Um, yeah. Do you have any personal favorites? Uh, yeah. Um, you're, you're going to keep me here for hours, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to let you know here now. Um, so, um, my kind of, uh, like first uh introduction to video game music as like a thing that i really loved was pokemon music nice, so yeah. like koji kondo um, yes he is super good um uh i think that he wasn't the one that worked on pokemon i'm trying to remember the pokemon guy's name junichi uh masuda uh who did all the compositions for like the earliest games and he's still there as like uh the project lead now um um i'd say some of my my biggest influences right now is uh Darren Korb, uh super giant games composer who worked on games like Hades, Bastion, Pyre. Um I have uh Christopher Larkin who did the uh Hollow Knight uh games. Oh yes, nice. Yeah, I love his work. Um uh, I just love uh really like atmospheric um compositions and like just kind of like the vibe of that is like what I really take from there. And um, probably like uh, my biggest inspiration was Toby Fox, who did Undertale. Yes, yes. So, so notable nowadays. Undertale is just so, so good music-wise in particular. I mean, great, yeah. ga great game as well overall. Um, but the music in Undertale is just so, so, so good. And you mentioned really Koji. Yeah. You mentioned Koji Kondo. Uh, Pokemon was close. They do a lot of the, the Nintendo um, things. So Legend of Zelda, uh, Super Mario. Um, I've gotten I, over the years. I've I've played a lot of things like like D and D, and a lot of that kind of fits very well with with Gothic um, music in video games. Um, so I listen to a lot of uh, Castlevania music in particular because all of their Whoa. soundtracks are so good. Um, <laughs> the Bayonetta series has really, really good music too. Uh, mm -hmm. I Some of them just drop such a spectacular gothic beat and it's such good orchestral stuff and I love it. Um, mm -hmm. I'm so happy to know that you're big into game music. We're, we will talk later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, and so, so we're actually getting close to the end time-wise. And one thing that I've started to do with a few different people that I've had in the podcast is kind of do a quick little lightning round of very quick, uh, simple questions um, that I want you to answer as quick as possible. Nothing mm -hmm. too major. It's just like kind of like your favorite food, stuff like that. Um, but I want to want to make sure that you answer pretty much as fast as possible, really just to kind of emphasize the, the lightning speed round of it. Um, okay. It's been a lot of fun just to kind of learn a little bit more about you sort of a thing as we sort of tail off. Um, so to get right into it, I mentioned already, do you have a favorite food? 
Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess butter chicken. <laughs> nice. No, great pick. Great pick. Do you know, do you have any, any preferred places in London for butter chicken? Um, I only know one place right now and that's Gigi's kitchen. Oh, okay. Nice. I don't think I've tried them before, so I might have to check it out. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, sweet, savory, or salty? Sweet. Nice. Good pick. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I would accept any answer there. So, <laughs> uh, any, any bands that you're listening to right now? Uh, flow. Um, I'm just catching up in my Naruto phase. <laughs> ah, the... <laughs> nice. Um, flow. Oh, they did something else. Did they do Code Geass as well? Did they do the intro for the they first did colors? Time? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, we're going to talk later. Um, uh, do you, uh, do you dance? Uh, no, <laughs> no. Okay. I'm in the same boat. Um, mountains or beaches? Mountains. Nice. Um, do you cook? Yes. Uh, do you have a favorite dish to cook? Um, yes. Uh, I guess it's just eggs right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, there's a, there's a lot you can do with eggs. I think that's actually a really really solid pick. I actually super agree with that one. You know, I should I should uh, I should modify it. It's it's rice. Um, it's rice, sausages, and eggs. That's it. Nice. Okay. No, that works. I like I, that's I do like that answer too. Um, coffee or tea? Tea. Uh, favorite video game? Oh, I know Knight. this one. This one's a tough question. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that is super tough on me. Hollow Knight. I have to say Hollow Knight. Nice. No, good pick. My pick is usually Uncharted 2, I think is one of my top ones. Um, uh, if you had $1,000, what's the first thing you're buying? Um, a new audio interface. Nice. Oh, that's just, that's just a useful pick. I like that one a lot. <laughs> um do you play any instruments yes piano keys drums nice yeah ask asking an mia student uh what if they play instruments kind of a dumb question uh <laughs> <laughs> um what is the silliest thing that you own um do i even own any silly things um i don't know <laughs> i just have a massager right there that's a, that's the silliest thing i can think of right now nice no that's fair that's fair um do you believe in ghosts Loki, yes. Nice. Okay. Okay. I like it. I'm. I'm. I. I'm the in the kind of person where I do not believe in ghosts, but okay. I wish that I did, and I wish that they were real. I'm such. I'm the biggest advocate for ghosts in the world. Um, mm -hmm. I just want them to exist so bad. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, final question: um, tattoos. Do you have any, or would you want to get any? I kind of want to get some, but no, I do not have one in the current moment. Ah, I have I have a couple planned, uh, and I already have one, but I'm always looking to have more. Okay. Uh, and so that's that's pretty much it uh, for our time here. Any any last little thing that you want to say just as we're wrapping up? Uh, uh, stay safe, everybody. <laughs> 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 I like that a lot. Uh, so uh, thank you for listening to another episode of the Red Couch Podcast. As always, you can catch up with every episode on our website or wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, pick up your copy of the Interrobang on newsstands now. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And be sure to subscribe to our newsletter to keep up with all things Fanshawe. For the Interrobang and the Red Couch Podcast, I'm Justin Kohler. <laughs>